Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Hello. Today's question is how do you handle people visiting and wanting to help in the postpartum period? This is Kaylee Daly, the bi-weekly podcast about all things doula tips and tips, where we answer one question about pregnancy, labor, postpartum, or lactation in order to have your journey in this parenting world be just a little bit more informed and filled with consent. So let's talk through help, right? Some people are very helpful in the postpartum period. Some people are less so. Um, What I found is kind of two groups of people, or what I do find still is two groups of people. One, um, people who are willing to do anything, like come, stay with you, do whatever you need them to do, like nitty gritty, kind of like get in there with you. The other is a group of people that are saying things like, let me know if you need anything. And you're having to invent what you need from them, right? Um, and so <clears throat> what I think can be really helpful is thinking through a few things. One, um, what is your comfort level with the people who are offering help, right? Two, excuse me, it's uh, allergy season in my nose. <clears throat> just it just on a regular basis. Um, the second thing is what kind of help do you think that you need? What kind of help do you want to have, right? Um, and the third is what can be easily outsourced and what can be easily um, delegated to folks. So those are kind of the same, but also different. So think about like um, a scenario where like maybe you have a family member who doesn't live nearby, who's coming to help for a number of days or a week or something. Right. And so they're like, okay, I'm going to be like literally living in your house for 10 days. And so what do you need me to do? So that might be a person where, again, depending on their capacity, your comfort level, all of that, you could say, like, can you be in charge of all the food, right? Like, you just cook always. Um, Or can you, like, clean this room that we haven't gotten to or, like, you know, do all the laundry or or go grocery shopping or whatever, right? What, whatever it is that you really need. Maybe you're a person that you're like, mostly I want you to hang out with me, right? Because I'm feeling really lonely or something, right? Um, however, I think sometimes you're in a scenario where a parent or a family member wants to come and stay, but they're maybe not as helpful. And so being really specific about what help you need can be really helpful I'm using that word a lot, like helpful, 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 helpful. Um, (laughs) Having specific expectations and communicating those can be really 
helpful. I don't have any other word to use um, in that scenario, right? So one of the things that I love, and actually I love it so much I created it and I have a link to it in the show notes, is a um, how can I help kind of checklist, right? Um, and so what I love about this is a few things. For one, um, I put things on there like do the dishes, do some laundry, right? Um, sweep the floor, um, like take care of the pet, right? Things like that that just like generally can be done. Um, but it's also something that can be um, added to or changed. So my thought in making it was you can potentially make a checklist of things that you could like hang on your fridge and say, these are all the things that we need to have done or we want to have done. And you can pick which things are are something that you can or want to do. Right. Um, that's helpful when you don't want to just be like you're in charge of dinner or when someone is not instinctively helpful when they're not just like, oh, I see the dishes are dirty. Let me wash those for you, you know, and everyone is different in that. And so what you want to do is get good help and also continue to have a sustainable relationship with this person who's helping you at the end of this time. Right now, that's talking about like non-partners, right? Like these are people who aren't the people who live with you on a day to day basis. Um, so outsourcing is the other thing that I think is really helpful. One, um, you can outsource to people that you know, right? If people are literally saying to you, let me know if you need anything, they probably mean that. Like they probably are willing to help with something, but they just don't know what would be helpful. And so sometimes saying things like, Hey, I know you mentioned that you wanted me to let you know. Um, if you're ever going to the store, Like, can you grab me this thing, right? Like, we just need bread or we just need eggs or whatever. Um, Or saying something like, hey, you know, for like the first few weeks after we have the baby, would you mind mowing our front yard and your front yard? Like, when you mow your front yard, can you just do ours? And a lot of people will say yes to that kind of thing. Like, lots of people are, like, actually really wanting to help but don't really know what would be helpful, right? Um. And I think if someone goes as far as to say, let me know if you need anything, they do actually mean that. And I think being super strategic about what you outsource can be really helpful. So things that you um, might enjoy doing but are very physically exhausting are things like taking a dog for a walk, um, doing your yard work, right, grocery shopping, um, standing and cooking, um, doing laundry because you're carrying stuff around, any kind of bending over, so like mopping or um, dusting, picking things up off the floor, like anything like that. So what I want you to think about in the postpartum time is conserving as much energy as possible, right? So it's not that you need to outsource the stuff that you hate, although by all means, right? Like if you hate grocery shopping, hire Instacart or some. I mean, I'm not – I'm not – uh endorsing specific brands on this podcast. Um, But what I mean is outsource that stuff, right? Like if you hate it already, please don't try to do it in the postpartum time. But maybe you love grocery shopping, but it's still really exhausting for your body because you have to go there. You have to then push a cart around or carry a basket, which is even worse. 
um, put stuff in that cart. So the cart gets heavier and heavier and heavier. You're pushing it around and then you have to load everything into your car and then you have to get it home and unload it. So physically, that's a lot, right? And you should be doing stuff like laying in bed, walking downstairs, laying on the couch, right? Coming back up and taking a shower and going back to bed because you just gave birth, right? So um, I want you to think about what can you outsource logistically, but also what can you outsource in terms of um, who is asking how they can help, right? Because I think taking advantage of those folks, um, letting them help because it's lovely for them to be able to help as well. People enjoy that, right? Um, so that's something to think through. Now, the checklist that I made is actually a set. So it's a set of checklists that are like, what should you have at the diaper station? What should you have in your diaper bag? Um, check out those show notes that are, um, that have the link for that download. And then please do let me know what postpartum questions you want answered this month because all of April is postpartum and nothing else. And then in May, we're going to have some guests which I'm very excited about, our first guest. So um, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram. Let me know what postpartum question I can answer for you. And I will see you at the next episode. If you're enjoying this episode, please do comment, like, subscribe, and share it with your pregnant friends. Um, if you are interested in the birth prep blueprint, the 10% off code is in the show notes. These episodes are edited and produced by Kaylee Harad, as I'm sure you can probably tell. And um, our amazing music is credited in the show notes as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, have wonderful and consent-filled births.